To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. Now, I, I'm curious if we could get into a little bit, because I feel like if I'm the listener right now and I maybe don't know very much about cost-benefit analysis, I might be like, at this point be pretty convinced that it's a bunch of bullshit, but wondering like how we got here and why we ended up using it in the first place. Excellent. Yes. And I think that the, that the history here is fascinating. And I think that, you know, Beth Pop Berman's post at our symposium and uh, Lisa Heinzerling has been working on this for decades, really point out the, uh, how closely tied the institutionalization of cost-benefit analysis was to Reagan deregulatory goals. And so Reagan had an executive order, I think it was 12866. It was uh, one of these regulatory orders that he um, had come out with an executive order uh, that really emphasized the use of this cost benefit analysis as a constraint on the regulatory state. Um, And then essentially what what happens, what was kind of fascinating about this is that, you know, you could have gone in two directions with the Clinton administration. One way would have been to have said, no, we're repudiating that, and we're just going to uh, continue on with a more um, uh, expansive no- notion of what uh, benefits of regulation can be and of the goals of the regulatory state. But instead, Clinton embraced it. And I think that what's hey, how surprising. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, and, and, and fascinatingly, you know, one of the leading intellectuals that led, I think, Obama to re embrace it. So Bush, of course, loves it in 2000 to 2008, and then Obama mm-hmm. has the choice again. And Cass Sunstein was really at the was the head of the <laughs> Office of International Regulatory Affairs, you know. And uh, Sunstein, it, when in 1981, apparently recognized the problems. Right in 1981, he made an academic argument that essentially, um, if you apply a rigid form of cost-benefit analysis. That's going to be really bad in the context of Medicaid, the Endangered Species Act, civil rights laws, and laws in protecting people with disabilities. And we should get into the disabilities post as well and the angle as well at some point. Um, uh, because they weren't really about efficiency. They were about trying to make sure that we promoted certain social values. But by 2009, 2010, you had Cass Sunstein like very vigorously defending cost-benefit analysis. And there's this wonderful article by, uh, I think, Frumkin, I forget his first name, a a Washington Post reporter, but it's at HuffPost on, uh, called The Ambivalent Regulator, and it's about Cass Sunstein. (laughs) (laughs) What a title. Just calling balls and strikes, you know, just just a a field of umpires. The void of ideology. Uh. (laughs) No, and and, and, and at some point, like, it seems as though the, the highlight of his day or his week, right? I forget what, is that he managed to sort of talk to OSHA and get them to take off one question in a questionnaire that was on ergonomic practices of the workplace or something. You know, it's just something weird. (laughs) I was thinking to myself, yeah, you know, you have this this great opportunity. You're, you're, you know, democratic sweep, one of the few trifectas in history that, you know, the Democrats have a, you know, and and this is what people are thinking about is like, you know, this... (laughs) To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes. And be the first to get a new patron episode when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.